Thanks for tuning into another episode of Mommy Talk. I'm the host, Chantel, and today I'm sharing some of my favorite things I'm currently into. Before I do, let's hear from our sponsor, Cool Moms Club. Cool Moms Club is a lifestyle brand created specifically for dope moms looking to shop witty basics at an affordable price. Don't forget Mother's Day is May 9th, and this is the spot to shop. Whether you're looking for something just for you or perhaps a little something just for them, head to the site thecoolmomsclub.com and enjoy 15% off your entire order with code MOMMYTALK. This code expires April 30th, so hurry and shop. All right, so let's get right into it and start with our two truths and a lie. This is the segment of the show, if you're not familiar, where um, I'll share three statements and it's up to you to guess what's true and what's the lie. So here we go. Um, One, my favorite TV show growing up was MASH. Two, I was in speech classes at a young age. And three, in undergrad, I went on a date with a married man. So again, one, my favorite TV show growing up was MASH. Two, I was in speech classes um, growing up as well. And then three, in undergrad, I dated, well, I went on a date with a married man. Um, I know these are wild, right? So (laughs) we'll hear what's true and what's not. Hold tight because I'll reveal that at the end of today's show. I bet y'all already know what's a lie and what's true, um, but want to hear the story or the details behind each. I got you, boo. I'll be sharing it soon. Okay, so with it being just a few weeks away from selling or celebrating Mother's Day, I wanted to share some of the things I've been eyeing. Um, These things may be in turn great hints. You can share with your kids, your husbands, the baby daddy side piece, whoever you're looking to get a gift from this year for Mother's Day. I don't know about you ladies, but I look forward to Mother's Day. Um, You know, not only is it a day to celebrate motherhood and just all of its glory, but those moms that have, you know, just helped shape and raised us to be the awesome moms we are now. Um, Eric already knows um, at the very least I expect to do absolutely nothing that day but brush my teeth and wipe my butt. That's all I want to do in the long run. Um, That day I want to stay home with um, him and the kids, watch some of my favorite shows, maybe play some board games or watch a movie and eat something good, of course. However, if he gets me a gift as like a bonus, of course, I won't turn it down. (laughs) Um, Usually for like the holidays and anniversaries, birthdays, I provide Eric with like a wish list so that he has some ideas of things I currently want. And I strongly emphasize currently because my list, changes like the direction of the wind. Um, There are some things I've been wanting for years, like a black Chanel boy bag. Um, I've tried to convince him many times this is something he needs to get because it's like an investment piece. Um, Chanel is a brand, you know, it generally appreciates over time. Not only does it boast my initials CC, but 
it sounds like my name, Chanel Chancel. I just feel like this bag was made for me. I, y'all, y'all agree, right? <laughs> well, um, for more than 10, na- 10 years now, I feel like I've been waiting for this bag um, to either pop from behind a Christmas tree or um, tucked in a gift bag with my name on it. And if I'm waiting on him, it'll likely be another 10 years. So I may just have to get this one on my own (laughs) Um, because like I said, it'll be another 10 years. But um, that's just sharing how I've been like 10 toes down for that purse for a little minute. Whereas other things like jewelry, shoes, um, kitchen appliances, I don't know, destinations even, I go back and forth. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, it would be so amazing if we went to Iceland, to the Blue Lagoon. And then other times I'm like, oh, we should rent out a villa. I mean, completely different, total opposite (laughs) experiences um, on like, you know, opposite um, places on, on the globe. But like I said, I just, my, my, um, the things that I want or the things that I desire, um, change like the wind sometimes. So I go back and forth. Um, but that's my question for you guys. Things that you want, not need, because I know as moms, we tend to only get what we really need and we splurge on our kids instead. But things that you want, are these things you've wanted for like a while? Or is it something that you saw recently and you noted that, hmm, that may be a good um, gift for like my next birthday or anniversary, Mother's Day, etc. Um, so here, here's some things that I feel like I want it or I want um, out of seeing them, you know, perhaps in the store, online or what have you, but it's it's tied to things that I have interest in right now. So for example, I'm really trying to get this stomach situation together so I can, you know, go out there, have my little hot mom summer moment and I only have a few weeks left. So I'm trying to get there, y'all. It's been a little minute. I've been running about four times a week. So workout gear is something that I've been adding to my closet. I feel like I look good. If I look good while working out, it'll make me want to do it just like a tad bit more. Um, Before I would wear, I don't know, like a tank or just like a little raggedy t-shirt, some tights. But now I look for like the cute little matching tights with the matching sports bra. And I even try to match like my shoes with what I have on. Because again, I feel like if I look good, I'm going to want to go out and work harder. Um, You know, if I look the part, I have to at least like look like I I know what I'm doing. So um, that somewhat pushes me um to to go out there and and run so these things are definitely on my list workout clothes so one of my favorite active brands is carbon 38 so i shop their online store again for the matching tops and they have um 
the bottoms, they do like, um, they offer the full length or the seven eighth um, length, which come like a little bit above the ankles. But I am specifically eyeing their metallic line. I think it's so chic, it's so clean, um, and it's just really cool, you know, to have those metallics um, just bouncing off you while you're out in the sun running. Um, so I have a few of their pieces already, not the metallic line, but just like their their general um, tights and sports bras. And their pieces are really good. I love the quality. I love the selection that they offer. There's so many different colors. So like, a, I guess a gift card um, is what I'm going to tell Eric something that I would like, um, a carbon 38 gift card. Um, so since January, when the whole GameStop and AMC stocks spiked, I've been watching various stocks and I would love to expand my portfolio with some additional shares of like Apple, Google, um, you know, like the big ones, Amazon, Disney, those that are likely going to be like good, good for a while. So I want to have a little something that I'm able to pass on to the kids. Currently, I have like some little penny stocks and just like a few brands um, that I'm hoping will spike soon just based upon what's going on in the economy. But I don't foresee holding on to those in the long run. I'll just, you know, cash out and um, invest in, you know, some others. But yeah, I want to have like some some of the big boys where I'm able to pass those on to the kids. Um, like I said, you know, Apple, Target, etc., would be an awesome Mother's Day gift. So that is something else on my list. But again. You know, I, this is something that I have, you know, it's a pretty recent interest. Um, I've tried getting into stocks before, but just didn't really have the patience. So now that, you know, like I said, seeing what happened with the whole AMC and GameStop, um, seeing how crazy that was, I really... Or I'm a little more into like, oh, wait, this could be, you know, some nice money here. So that is the other thing I'm into. Um, something else that'll be on my list is an inklet. I don't know if this is, yeah, I guess it's probably like a little fad or a little trend, Um particularly since like the 90s styles are coming back I just feel like you know you just have to rock an anklet to accessorize your favorite sandals this summer um I haven't made up my mind if I want like a like a dainty thin chain um I'm thinking of like those Maya Brenner designs like her her designs are typically worn by celebrities and they're just very thin um, chain and it may have like an initial or it may have, she has a, um, a line of like states and she has a line of countries, um, but 
they're very thin they're very dainty so i don't know if i want something like that and maybe have like the kids initials on there or if i want something that's a little harder like you know like a cuban link um but i do know i want gold on my ankle even though my everyday jewelry um like my bracelets and my rings they're silver and white gold um I love mixing the metals. I know some people are like, no, you wear gold with gold and silver with silver, but I like to mix them. I think it keeps things interesting. So yeah, a gold anklet of some sort, whether it be very thin or very thick is on the list as well. Um, the next thing is makeup. So um, I don't wear much makeup and I don't even wear makeup that often. So it's taken quite some time for me to run out. Um, it usually lasts for, for a little minute, but now that I'm finally running out of product, I want some Fenty makeup, specifically like their foundation, their powder um, or liquid. Rihanna always looks amazing. And so I've been eyeing some Fenty foundations and powders so I too can look just as amazing <laughs> as Rihanna. Um, or at least I can believe I look just as amazing as Rihanna. Um, not only do I want like the coverage solution, so like I said, either like the foundation or the powder, but I want to stock up on like the application brushes as well. And we all know like how much those brushes cost, but what I don't understand why makeup brushes are so expensive. Um, <laughs> one time, um, true story, I tried using like a paintbrush for, um, I tried using a paintbrush to apply my makeup. Um, and this was because I wanted to, like try the whole like eyeshadow blending thing and I was trying to do like all of these different colors so I wanted like a black a gold and I think it was like a bronze or a silver or something so I I didn't have enough brushes basically but I knew that there were some extra paint brushes um in our little crafts um arts and crafts drawer and so I went in there and I used um or I got a paintbrush and tried to use it. It was a complete fail. But still, I don't understand why are brushes that expensive um, for for makeup. But either way, um, if I get the makeup, I feel like I have to get the applicator or or brush because the makeup is only as good as the um how you apply it so if i get the fendi foundations of course i need the brushes too the last thing on my list is a juicer now this is definitely one of those that i added simply um out of what i'm currently interested in or things that i'm currently trying to do um and one of those things is just the goal of eating better. So I think this will help me with that. Uh, I, 
as you guys know, I don't eat vegetables. I don't eat any kind of vegetables. The vegetables, all these years, I thought I was eating. Um, it broke my little heart when I found out those aren't even real vegetables, okay? I was eating corn, I was eating potatoes, and people are like, those aren't vegetables, those are carbs. And so it broke my heart, and I had no rebuttal when people were like, oh my gosh, you don't eat vegetables? Um, from that point on. So I don't eat vegetables, but I think I'd drink vegetables if they were mixed with some sort of berries like strawberries or raspberries to take some of that bitterness of the greens. Um, you know, blend in some pineapples, some apples. When it comes to fruit, I'm good. I eat pretty much any type of fruit. So, you know, mixing those greens with um, with the, the fruit, I think I could absolutely do it. So my thought is I could do like a quick cold press in the morning for breakfast, um, eat like a, an egg, a slice of toast. And that's a lot better than like a handful of cereal. I usually grab, uh, with a huge cup of orange juice. So those five things I really am currently into right now and I'm hoping to get one or more <laughs> this Mother's Day. So as I said, the workout clothes, some stocks, um, an anklet, Fenty makeup and brushes, and the juicer. Um, I'll keep you guys posted though. I'll let you know for sure if I got them or not. Um, in the meantime, let's talk about worse gifts. Okay, so Eric usually does a good job picking out, picking something out, probably because I provide him with a list, but before I started doing that, so like when we first started dating, kind of, I remember he got me this glass rose one year, so it was, <laughs> it was like a just because gift, so I just couldn't bear to tell him I did not like it. Do you, wait, do you guys know like the glass rose I'm talking about? I feel like it's in places like things to remember or things remembered. Um, I think they carry them because I see the little glass bears, I think, in there sometimes. So I feel like they're, you know, somewhat of the same. So they probably are in there. But <clears throat> I think the the one he chose, it had like pink and gold petals and it's set like on this mirrored plate it wasn't my style at all but it was really sweet I think I like just the fact that he thought of me enough to get me this because like I said this was like early on in our relationship we didn't really know like where we stood with each other because we hadn't had that talk yet we were just kind of you know, just having fun, going for ice cream here or, you know, going to the movies there, but nothing too serious. So when he got the gift, I was like, oh my gosh, he must really like me because he just got it just, just to get it. Um, so I couldn't say anything bad about it, but, um, and I still have it to this day, in fact, because it was one of the first gifts he got me. And again, I just felt like he deserved an A for effort um, for getting it. But um, 
Of course, I took some time to pull some of my friends, some of my family to hear what their worst Mother's Day gifts um, or just gifts in general were. So here's what they said. Nothing. (laughs) Um, A Mother's Day card in Spanish because the English ones were all sold out. Um, A gift card to a steakhouse to eat salad since she was a vegetarian. Lunch that led to food poisoning and monogrammed handkerchiefs. Y'all, I cannot. First of all, I will, I know how it feels to end up with the Spanish card because all the English cards are sold out. That happened to me one year. I can't think of who it was for. I feel like It may have been for Eric, maybe for like Valentine's Day or something. And I was in luck because he doesn't really like cards. He feels as though they're a waste of money. But um, so I kind of lucked out. I didn't have to get him a card anyways. But yeah, like all the English cards were were sold out. So I learned from that experience and I try to go get my cards Um, you know, for the holidays, like two weeks before the actual day. Um, In the past, I thought it was ridiculous how they would, you know, set up their little displays like a month or a month and a half before the holiday. And then they would have like the little (laughs) sign that says, you know, Mother's Day is May 9th. Don't forget. And it's like April 9th. And I'm like, you know, we have a month, people. Why are you putting these cards out? But at that moment, you know, when, when I got stuck with the with the Spanish cards, I then knew, oh, this is why they put the date out for people like me who wait till the last minute and then don't have a choice but a, a Spanish card to give. So, so yeah, I completely... Um, can relate to that one. Um, (laughs) The steakhouse to eat salad is hilarious. I am a picky eater. So um, like pretty much every restaurant I go to, I usually get like chicken fingers or um, yeah, if if it's a seafood restaurant, I'll get, you know, shrimp. I love shrimp. Um, But for the most part, it's chicken fingers. So If I got a gift card um, to a steakhouse, I would definitely feel like this clearly is not for me. This is for you um, because I don't even eat steak. Um, The handkerchiefs, I mean, come on. This person was not, it was not my grandmother. I think that if my grandmother got um, monogram handkerchiefs, she would probably cuss you out. But this was not my grandmother. This was a friend, and I don't know who thought it was a good idea to give somebody who is 30-something years old some handkerchiefs. What do they need handkerchiefs for? And then the food poisoning, I mean, I don't feel like that was really their fault. How could they control that? So, um, And I'm not even going to speak on a nothing bit. That's just trifling. How are you not going to give somebody who, you know, raised you? Um, you know, sacrifice so many times and you just don't give them nothing. That's just pitiful. I ain't even gonna comment on that. So, but anyways, what 
do you guys do with bad gifts? Do you re-gift them? Do you try to return them? Personally, I keep them around because I feel bad. I've, I, I don't want them to ask me about them later on. I don't want to lie and say, oh my gosh, I love it um, and not still have it. I think, I don't even know if somebody's like asked me if, if I still have something or anything like that, but I just definitely just want to have it just in case they ask me, I guess. And then I can be like, oh yeah, it's right here. Um, so yeah, I just end up keeping it around. Um, I will say I don't have a box of like bad gifts or anything like that. My friends, my family, they're generally, they generally give me like really good, thoughtful gifts. So it's very rare that, um, that I, that I, um, you know, have to sit them in a pile that's just unused. I don't know if you guys heard that, but that was my daughter. <laughs> she just walked in on me. But um, but yeah, it's very rare that I, that I have like just unused um, gifts laying around the house. Um, okay, next question. Do you guys think there are some gifts that you should just not give your mom for Mother's Day? Like there are some gifts that are just, you know, off limits. I'm going to start with cleaning equipment, I guess like a vacuum, um, a washer and dryer set. I feel like unless they're saying, you know, I really want a vacuum, don't give Big Mama a vacuum, y'all. That's just horrible. You know, it's like saying, here's something to make you clean more than what you've been cleaning before, okay? Don't do not do that. Don't give them a vacuum cleaner or washer and dryer or anything else that helps them clean unless they, they ask for it. Um, something else I thought of in terms of, you know, things that should be on a do not gift a mom is like passive aggressive gifts. So like a passive aggressive book titled Tips on How to Be a Great Mom. Look, this is not the time to be telling your mom she failed as a parent. Celebrate her Sunday, you know, tell her on Monday. Let her enjoy bottomless mimosas at brunch um, and her favorite flowers all day and then tell her how you feel another day. You don't have to you don't have to tell her on Mother's Day. You don't have to give her a book that basically says in a nutshell, you're a horrible mom. Don't do that. Um, the last thing I would want for Mother's Day is macaroni art. Um, you know those little like fragile art projects from the kids that end up breaking before they can even give them to you? So Taylor... <laughs> Taylor did this like a few years ago and it was like all crushed up in his backpack and I opened up this backpack and just saw all of this, you know, dried noodles crushed in the bottom of the backpack. Like, what is this? So they don't last. Um, and I just feel like, how am I supposed to preserve this over the years you know just I rather them just color me a picture or paint 
Um, if you want to do something in 3D, you know, that's fine. But just make sure it doesn't crumble because I'm not putting it in the keepsake scrapbook, okay? I'm, I'm not trying to keep the the macaroni having to, you know, glue it all together ever so often because it keeps crumbling. Um, so I'm for, I encourage them to like write a story, draw a picture, paint a portrait, um, because those I can keep forever. But the macaroni, I just can't deal with it. I think it's a waste. Plus, it's it's macaroni. I could use that for dinner, okay? Um, but yeah, so before we go, let's get into these truths and a lie. Um, I'll say them again. So number one, my favorite TV show growing up was MASH. Two, I was in speech classes at a young age. And then three, in undergrad, I went on a date with a married man. So if you guess my favorite show was Match Growing Up, that's actually the lie for this week. The intro of this show, this is so weird, um, but the intro of this show actually gave me anxiety. Um, I've never seen the show at all, so I, I don't even know what it's about. But the theme song, the melody, I could still hear it to this day. Da, 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 da. But anyways, it made me think of death. I would change the channel immediately after watching a show knowing that MASH was coming up. You know, usually back in the day, it you know, you're watching a show and then a commercial and it'll say, um, up next is whatever. And so as soon as the show was over, I would turn a channel because I did not want to hear that song. Um, I don't know if I can bear it today. I think I could. I don't know. But back in the day when I was like in middle school, I could not take hearing that song. Like I said, I don't know what triggered that fear. I don't know why I felt that way, but I it was really, really bad. It was really bad. Um, so it was definitely not my favorite show growing up. Um, two. I was in speech classes at a young age. This is something that I did do. Um, so this is true. I had um, trouble pronouncing several words. However, I do wonder, um, you know, after growing up, I wonder if this was just something that had to do because of where I'm from. So as y'all know, I'm from Louisiana and people from the boo, you know, we speak differently, okay? It's like we have our own little dialect. So I wonder if coming from Louisiana, which I moved when I was about six or seven to Florida, I wonder if teachers put me in speech simply because they did not understand my accent or um, didn't know, you know, certain things that I would... um, I would point out or I would um, place emphasis on. So I, I don't know. I, I wonder that to this day, if I really just, if I really needed speech, like I did not know how to talk or if it was more so like they just didn't understand um, what I was, um, what I was saying because of my accent. Okay. So the third one, (laughs) I know you guys want to hear the story behind this. Um, this is true. I went on a date with a married man. So 
Um, of course, I did not know he was married. We met at a gas station. He offered to pump my gas. And um, while doing so, he asked me out. So <clears throat> we ended up going to dinner and we went salsa dancing. It was okay. Um, I did notice he stepped away a few times saying like, oh, I got to take this call or whatever. Um, he was he was older than me, but I didn't think much of it. Um, I was just sitting there enjoying my little mozzarella sticks and, and fries. So if he wanted to take a call, go right ahead. Just allow me to finish my food um, is all I'm asking. So, um, But here's how I found out he was married. His wife called me all. So she asked if I knew someone named Derek. And I told her no, and I hung up because I truly did not remember him enough to know his name. Like we had just met and um, I don't know, it may have been like a week, a week and a half later, she she was calling me. So I, I, I didn't know anyone named Derek. I didn't remember a Derek. So um, I, like I said, I told her no and I hung up and then she calls back like five minutes later and she was like are you sure you don't know a Derek um I think she said his last name and she was like because I see your number on our cell phone bill a few times and again I was immediate I was immediately like no I I, I really don't know a Derek then I paused and I thought of him and I said oh wait I just met a Derek a few days ago he drives a great Camaro he's dark skin he has low fade and she responds with yes that's my husband y'all I'm standing up at the time but I immediately walked over to a chair to have a seat to hear what was going to be said next which was well how do you know him so I told her I said we met at a gas station we went to dinner I told I like I, I gave her like all the details because I am so against, you know, dating married men that's or married men at least trying to talk to, you know, these girls um, specifically in Tallahassee. It, it happened all the time. These married men and being um, tempted by these little cute college girls or whatever. So um, I, I told her everything. I was like, we met at a gas station. We went to dinner. I think I told her like the place we went to. I told her we went salsa dancing and um, and I was like, you know, that was it. Um, I told her, I think the day I told her the time I told her everything. So um, I said and, and I remember telling her I was like, I'm sure you can see like he's called me a few times since then, but I ignore his call because I had no interest in in dating him afterwards. Um, and so she then asked if I could call him on three way and act like she was not on the phone. Y'all know I did this. I wanted to, to do this, of course, just to see what he was going to say, but he didn't pick up. Um, so he called me and so he, he didn't pick up. I told her, well, she was on the phone when she, um, when I called him and I remember like, you know, his voicemail came up and she was like, don't leave a message, don't leave a message. So I hung up and then 
she was like, you know, thank you um, for doing that. I'll just, you know, figure it out or whatever. And I was like, all right. So I think then I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, what just happened? I think I had called like one of my friends and I was telling her the story like, you're not going to believe this. Um, But that was that. At least I thought. So he calls me back and I start panicking. I was like such a little amateur. But I started panicking because I didn't know how I was going to like get his wife back on the phone because I wanted to case his ass right up. You know, I wanted her to hear exactly what was going on. And um and so I didn't know like how to like do it seamlessly. So I picked up and I yelled, um, something like, I know you're married, stop calling me, and I hung up. That's all I did, y'all. I wish I would have at least got to say some other things or thought of some other things to say, but that's all I said. To this day, I'm so mad I handled it like that. I want it, like I said, to just case his ass up with her on the phone so she can know exactly what she was dealing with. Now, whether or not she decided to stay with him, that was not my concern, but I just definitely wanted her to know I wanted her to know the deal. I wanted her to know that I was not the one trying to break up a happy home because that is not me. So, so yeah, that's my story about the married men. Um, all right, y'all, that's it for this episode. Um, next week is the first week in May and we're celebrating moms all month long, of course. So there will be a number of guests on the upcoming shows, um, they're bound to keep you engaged. So go subscribe right now to the show so you don't miss an episode. Have an amazing week. Stay safe, stay sane, and stay cool.